Fit for Life Radio, episode number 62. Will and I, your host, I being Gary. I am Gary. We are here this week. We're going to dive into the topic of the scale. Weighing yourself. Weighing yourself and what you should think about it based on our, our facts, opinion, man. Because that's all we spread is the fact. Just the our truth. opinion is always fact. <laughs> but, um, yeah, based on just working with clients, and we have a recent kind of study that they did on the, the subject. It'll be interesting to go over. Just to back up our anecdotes. But first, we want to fill you in on what we've been watching, what I've oh been watching. Oh, my God. So, Gary, first off, Gary really likes trash TV. <laughs> like, I just can't help it. And for, man, I feel like a month he's been trying to get me to watch 90 Day Fiance. Like, <laughs> and I've, I resisted for so long. And then, like, I finally broke down after he showed me some clips of it. And I literally can't, like, it's so bad. But I can't stop. Mm. It's, I've, I know for a fact I'm convinced it's because it makes you feel better about yourself. Oh, my God. I feel <laughs> like I'm the most normal person in the entire world after yeah. watching it and i'm like damn i got some social skills yep. and <laughs> to clarify i like trash tv because you know how sometimes you watch some shows and they're just so deep and they require so oh, much yeah. of your attention yeah dude trash you know? tv but you know what you end up getting really sucked in. so you get you get real burnt out and you're like i just need something mindless and so it's nice yeah you know? but then yeah now we've been my brother was asking me about some Netflix shows, and I'm like, dude, I haven't even logged in Netflix in like three weeks. Just Hulu, that's it. Just 90 day in it. Oh, and some of them make you so angry. Like, I'll start talking to myself about the situation and how ridiculous it is. Dude, I was doing the same exact thing at home. <laughs> oh, man. But I have like... There, but there's two things. Like, you realize how much people are either scared or just don't want to be alone. Yeah. And that's then, like basically the premise of the show. All those people are just afraid. Because people will see all these red flags. Or they, like they, in their peripheral. Dude, they, they just blow past they see all the red, red flags. And they blow past them. And it's like. Like how did you, you know, this, see this that? probably isn't going to work. Like, you know. Um, yeah. But it's just, it's just I, crazy. I don't know. And then the other thing it shows to me is in general. With, um, I'm sure, like with dating and relationships via distance, you know, online, like you see the problem, right? Like people, you do it, and then the longer you don't meet, you create this like uh, fairy tale in your head, this perception. Yeah. And, and then it's. And then never, if it's not the same when you're in person, then yeah. it, like that creates problems. But. And the cultural differences. Oh my god, dude! You can learn learn so much, man. I've like, learned a lot. It's it's interesting to see how different America is. Yeah, Especially oh, and the like expectation the family, in family dynamic. You know how a lot of the people from other countries, um, they're so you know they grow up and they they live with, live with their family like their whole family well, and their families make decisions for them. Mm -hmm. Like some of the families are like, no, you can't do this. I was like, what? I'm gonna do whatever I want, and it just is so strange that yeah. a family has so much say over what an individual does. Yep. That, that's what blew my mind yesterday in the season we're watching. I have like five and a half seasons left. So, But the cool thing is, then there's some that are, you can tell normally right away, that are legit. Like, Oh, no, um, you can tell and by... And they normally met, like... Organically? Organically. 
you know um it wasn't like forced and then like you can just tell the, you know the, the ones that are in love or oh absolutely but, and then there's the ones that are just uh, just reaching man and you're like and you can feel it too popping that popcorn <sighs> Oof. oh my god every just night just dig in on it all right so enough about that speaking of organic free range organic free range uh free range free range free range scale so let's talk about the scale i know we've touched on it maybe before but um the scale so going into the new year you know a lot of people are re-motivated and the scale is like this kind of you, you get a pretty strong um reaction from most people one way or the other yeah of like oh i hate the scale I would say most people seem to maybe it's people are more vocal about not liking it. Mm-hmm. Like, it seems like most people have like a negative connotation reaction because yeah. it's uh. But so if on the first surface level you just think the scale is just data, I mean you know it's a it. number, and you start looking. Okay, so if we don't like it, it's typically because we don't like what it's telling us. Yeah, we right? don't like the result, like what what it's so telling it makes us. us. Angry, uncomfortable, so we avoid it. But then that right there is why it's so important. Because when we avoid it, and this is just what, especially what we see, like most people, so you meet someone, they come, they've been gaining weight the last 10 years, um, they haven't been weighing in. No, they, <laughs> they, they probably hit a point. Most Generally, people, it's like, oh man, after I hit X number of pounds, like, I just stopped weighing myself because I couldn't handle it. And yeah. that's, you know, what happens to a lot of people. And I understand it makes you, you know... You feel bad about it and out of sight, out of, out of sight, out of, mind. out of mind. Yeah. So you just push it away and, you know, then mm-hmm. you don't have to worry about seeing that, that number. So right there. And it's so similar to finances, right? Like, yeah. So and it's you a start, budget. You start looking at other fields. Like most people that are successful with any endeavor, there's some kind of data collection or there's some like point there's something to compare there's something to track yes yeah, some uh, accountability of some sort you know without that everything's just kind of like floating around so yeah. you know yeah so if someone was like man i keep going broke what's the first thing you're going to have them do like keep a budget yeah write down what you spend <laughs> track your spending um so that doesn't seem crazy right like i'm sure you're nodding your head like yeah that's a good idea makes sense um so it makes sense with oh i need to if you need to lose weight if you're bigger than you want to be your weight is literally like you know a specific number that's the scales telling you based off of gravity and um you're not really actually (laughs) going to get a more accurate number now when i say that the problem is people get too tied up in what the actual number is right it's whether it tells you you're 300 pounds or 100 pounds it doesn't really matter what matters is the consistency. So ideally you'd use the same scale, do it at the same time. And you just want a consistent number to track whether you're gaining or losing weight. Yeah. But people get so emotionally attached to a number and, and this isn't people's our fault. It's, it's kind of like a society thing, right? Like, especially like women, you know, they grow up and, you know, maybe there's like a, you know, I'm supposed to be 120 pounds, right? Or you were at one point when you were 12 years old or something. And then you get it in your head that, like, I have to be, to be this uh, weight you to under be this happy. number, and then that number means something. Yeah. And as you get further and further, you know, away from it, as, as you get older, it resentment, there's more resentment almost towards it, right? Yeah. And, and then just resentments, like, towards yourself, too, for not being there, mm-hmm. you know? Like, you're, you're mad at yourself. 
So, you know, one thing's to realize that and that you just can't give it that much power. Um, it's funny because it is such a powerful thing. Like, I think it's probably the one of the most powerful yeah, things. Yeah, metric. That, but so it's like you want to use that power, but at the same time not give it power. Yeah, but like, I think don't get can, overwhelmed by it. Yeah, differentiate the two types of power. Um, the emotional power versus the actual just kind of data, awareness, accountability power, then that's that's a good start. Um, and in general, what we've seen with our clients is just that. Most people actually, it helps them a lot. Uh, it helps them become more aware, stay more accountable. And literally probably over the last two years, we've gotten to where, especially when we do like challenges or start coaching people, they start digging in. It's a key habit. It's like, probably the most impactful, I think. Mm -hmm. and, I, and I'm speaking personally too. Like that's probably one of my keystones when I'm trying to get leaner. Like if I weigh every day, literally everything falls into place. Yep. Just I'm in a better, you know, mindset. Uh, my habits are better. It's just way cleaner for me to, yep. to do that way. And then we stumbled on recently this, uh, they did a study, University of Oxford scientists, we're curious, Oxford, uh, so they wanted to kind of find out what people are thinking when they weigh themselves. And they had, so it was a small, kind of small study, the average person was 36 years old, nine men, 15 women, they on average weighed 187 pounds, so they basically... Had everyone weigh in every day, and then they kind of would think out loud with their thoughts or feelings about it and, you know, record it. And then they took all the data, right, just to kind of see. And in general, what the study found was that the participants uh, often, they had... Uh, hold on, I'm, I'm reading through this here. Um, when our studies are. So, in general, obviously, the scale affected them, right? They had a thought, opinion about it. 90% uh, of the people compared their weight to a previous weight or goal weight. That was kind of their initial reaction. Uh, six or 58%, they reflected on decisions and actions they may, that may have influenced their weight. 14% made an action plan, 6% made a specific action plan. So, as you see, in general, almost everyone... Had a reaction. Had a reaction that was basically awareness-based. So whether it was comparing, which we'll get into, whether that's good or bad, or reflecting on decisions, which is, in our experience, I think that's the, the real one. benefit yeah. of it. Um, and even the... So the comparing, there's pros and cons, right? If you're comparing, like we said earlier... You're comparing to your 13-year-old weight that a magazine told you you're supposed to That's be. That's absolutely not realistic in any way, or healthy, maybe. That's a problem. Yes. If you're kind of comparing to the day before or um, eventually gathering the info and getting your weekly average, then... That's fine. You know, that's fine, right? And, and ultimately, to me, like... That's kind of the obvious thing that's going to happen, right? Like, it's just natural. Like, you, you take this number every day. You're going to think about the day before. Yeah, um, always. Now, you'll notice a small percentage, which is probably a key, and that's where, like, with our programming and any coaching probably comes in, is, well, no one really makes an action plan. 
right? Very small percentage. 14 made an action plan. 6% made a specific action plan. So it's like, what are you doing based on those things? Yeah, what are you doing um, with your data? And obviously, you get, get an action plan, that's going to that's gonna go a long way. Um, now, the researcher's insight from the study was, not surprisingly, weighing leads to feelings of joy, shame, frustration, and guilt, depending on what the scale said that day. So weighing can mess with your emotions. Weighing can influence your choices later. So the daily weigh-ins made people think about their behaviors, which unfortunately often did not spur them to take specific actions. But so that's kind of where that's the the turning point, right? Like mm-hmm. of if you do this and you don't really do anything, then it is going to frustrate you. <laughs> it is going to frustrate you, especially if you see it keep going up. Yep. Uh, but in our experience, so separate from this research study, because obviously it wasn't super long term, but what we've seen is it at a bare minimum when we have people accountable to weighing their self in every day they don't gain weight no which i think should be celebrated more than people do and you know that might not be your absolute goal but like if you gained weight for 10 years and all of a sudden you're not gaining weight yeah see, that's a freaking victory and what if we told you because now everyone, again, wants to do, we talked about the diets uh, last episode, you know, extreme approach. I need to change all this stuff, change everything. What if we literally told you, just start weighing in every day. That's the only change you need to make. And you're going to stop gaining weight. Yeah. Which is something maybe you've been struggling with for years and decades. Yeah. That's, like, that's huge. What you if know. you go six months with the gaining zero weight? And then from there, you're, you know, confident enough, like, man, I can actually yeah. change myself. Like, and... That and what, leads to more change. What happens is this, it doesn't feel like a lot of change, but subconsciously, obviously, there people are making changes. And yes. it only comes down to little decisions throughout the day. But those add up. And we know those add up so much. Yep. But they add up. Yeah. So, so yeah. So, main insights from the researchers. Weighing can mess with your emotions. Weighing can influence your choices later. Some examples from the study. Uh, one person, one study participant said... Yesterday, I was at a party in the afternoon, and there was quite a lot of cake. <laughs> what kind of party? That's what I want to know. Just, hey, there's just like 12, what, 12 cakes. <laughs> what kind of cake are we talking about? Um, so, uh, that aside, we're pretty, let's assume it was a birthday cake. <laughs> Yesterday, I was, a, I was at a party in the afternoon, and there was quite a lot of cake. I didn't eat any of it. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> Strip club to close, man. <laughs> it ain't that cake. Good drive through, man. <laughs> oh. So, all right. So, this participant, yesterday I was at a party in the afternoon and <laughs> there was quite a lot of cake. I didn't eat any of it. And I think that was because of the awareness that I would be weighing. All right. Another <laughs> said, it was just likely in my head during the day, albeit very subtly. What a funny looking word. It that, is. That B in there, that silent B. The, the longer you look at it, the, the more strange it uh, gets. Decisions that I'm making about what I'm eating and what I'm not eating. So while I butchered up that quote, uh, you get where I'm going. So those are two examples of people who, yeah, they kind of had simple awareness. from No one's telling them what, to, what not to eat, how much to eat, nothing like that. But because they're weighing in every day, they, they became a little more aware 
a food situation. And that influence a decision. And imagine if that happened every day. Just that little decision of, you know what, I'm not going to have cake at the office or a donut or grab the candy from somebody's desk or whatever it is. Like, yep. that adds up for a year, five years, ten years. Mm-hmm. So that's where that, you know, ten years of weight gain comes from. <clears throat> then some negative. Weighing can leave you baffled. So some participants had a hard time making sense of their weight changes on a day-to-day basis. For example, if they ate, quote-unquote, well, but their weight was higher, it was confusing. This led to frustration as expectations were often not met. Now, the thing with this, which that makes perfect sense, and that's probably the biggest hang-up, that's where it's so important to... what we think ultimately you want to take a weekly average. So you weigh in every day. always. Say seven days, and then take the average, add them all up, divide it by seven. Then you're getting a better number that kind of accounts for those daily fluctuations. Because there's always going to be water weight, Mm -hmm. and have you gone to the bathroom? Did I have more salt? Like, there's so many things that can influence you day to day. Um, But over a week or a couple weeks, like that's where you actually see trends. Yeah, and you just have to trust the process that those things are normal. Like that's what we drill in with people who struggle with that on a daily basis. It's like that's normal. That's normal. don't like expect it, yep. you know, make that your expectation. And then over time, especially with some of these apps where you log it in and it will give you a nice pretty graph, you start to see that trend. Dude, that's the most satisfying thing. That trend line. <laughs> see and then, those lines, man? Exactly. So like with anything, if you do this every day, over time, it's going to get easier because you're going to see, like you can see, yeah, you start losing weight overall and the daily fluctuations are normal and you can be okay with that. Yep. Um, uh, a good, I'm going to give an anecdote because um, Whitney like hated weighing every day. Like she just didn't like the idea of it, whatever, always fought it. And then I don't know when it was, time is so uh, fluid right now, a year or two ago. probably closed like December two years ago. It was, yeah. yeah. But she started weighing every day and at first it was difficult just like she just, it is frustrating to do and kind of annoying to do, whatever. And after like a few weeks, she was like, this is the easiest thing. And it actually started enjoying it, but it's because she had to kind of go through that little uncomfortable phase of yeah. like, this is real accountability. Yeah. And this is just showing me like, yeah, you know, honestly, like what is going on? And that's a normal reaction. Yes. It's because again, we don't like doing it. We don't want to see it because when you step back and look at it from just a normal lens, it's, and I do do this with stuff all the time. You know, when you say, "Ah, oh, something's difficult. I don't want to do it," and then you step back and you're like, "This takes four seconds a day." And of anything, like if someone wants to address their um, fitness and you know body weight, anything like that, think about it. Like, what's gonna? Be, there's nothing that's. If you can't do that, that's the easiest. Yeah, well, yeah. You don't have to leave your house. You don't have to put on clothes. Um, it you takes, just literally walk in the bathroom yeah. and step on the scale. So then, then you give yourself, down. you know, understand this is a mental battle that I just have to fight through. And the more you do it, the easier and more routine it gets. Yeah, you know, like, like anything. I mean, we know how to, you know habits are built over over time mm-hmm. and repetition, but um, it becomes part of your morning. Like, yep. And yeah. I know there's going to be the people listening that say, "Well, you know, why should we have to?" Are they thinking this? You know, I shouldn't have to weigh in. That's not natural. You know, people before were. A healthy weight and scales didn't even exist. Swiss cake rolls weren't natural back then exactly. either. So this is very true. But you know what? Uh, we I also had to walk everywhere to find food. You know, we had to lay, do laborious stuff to. You also slept when the sun went down. Mm-hmm. We didn't so. have Seven uh, Elevens on the corner, and and uh, 
food delivery to our exactly. house and hyper palatable foods cheaply available at all times. So yeah, my- you gotta you have to meet those facts of of how we live with you know something like weighing yourself, which is you know maybe not something we would need to intrinsically do in you know yep. we'll say nature you know if if we weren't around all of these yep. things we created. But that's where you have to see you have to be honest with man. Look at the environment we live in and the challenges that we face. So therefore, I have to counter that. I need to create an, an environment that helps me battle this and, yeah. and, and be successful. And you know what? For most people, that involves weighing in so you can keep an eye on these things, right? Yeah. Because we know, not everyone, but in general, we can see ourselves gaining weight in the scale or in the mirror. And, and not be even, like, you know what? Nah, it's water weight or... Or it's just a couple pounds. Yeah, and you, we can, you know... And again, this doesn't tie... We've talked about this before into... It's not about just aesthetics and how we look. Like, the, no. the science, the facts. Uh, you're seeing this with coronavirus. You know, being obese, getting into an obese and overweight BMI has negative health yeah, it's just a, consequences. A, a risk factor for, for other things. So again, that's why we harp on this. That's the root. There's obviously more nuance, but it's such a simple thing and simple metric that it's it's very um, solid. And, oh, yeah. And compared to anything else, it's probably the best, most reliable way to kind of gauge some of these factors and eliminate risk factors with quote-unquote health stuff. Yep. And um, even even then, I like, guess not just for losing weight. If you're trying to gain weight, you probably should weigh yourself yeah. every day. Yeah, there's people who, who undereat and struggle and are underweight, and it causes bone issues and things like that, and they actually need to do the same to make sure they're gaining and eating enough. Yeah. But, so yeah, so back to the study. So yeah, there's kind of a, they noticed positive stuff, right, where weighing can influence your choices later, which is good. Weighing can leave you baffled, which is bad. Just went over that, but then overall, Wayne can seem helpful, right? And that's uh, that's such a researcher conclusion. <laughs> can seem, seem helpful, helpful. So, I think that leans towards uh, that's a safe answer. Um, but in general, yeah. so all the participants from the study said they liked weighing themselves regularly, and I'll be honest with with us, like that is the consensus as well. Once yeah. people get over that initial hump, like kind of what uh, Will talked about Whitney having, that's actually normal too. We see that. Most people, uh, I don't know. I don't want to do this. It's yeah. kind of like pulling teeth. But almost everyone that pushes through, maybe gets through that week or two phase of doing it, they end up liking it. Yes. So, yeah, from this study, pretty much all of them, no, I mean, all of them did say they liked weighing regularly. Then we can break it down a little more. Half said they'd continue doing it every day because it helped them keep on track with their weight loss goals. The other half said the daily weigh-ins were too frequent, but they'd want to do it at least weekly. Which is still helpful, you know. Yep, they thought that this would be helpful for knowing uh, which way their weight was trending. So, which is great. So I think that kind of shows weighing in is a good thing. Uh, I actually would lean... So the people that are, they struggle with weighing in every day, um, the the thing is weighing in weekly. It's still can, one one data point can, for a week. It's only one data point. And yes, say you did take that after you had a restaurant meal that was high in sodium, and your scale weight could go up two or three pounds. It doesn't really mean anything because it's just 
again, water, sodium, all that. What it's going to show is your one thing for the week. But then, yeah, if your weight goes up three pounds from your last data point, and then, and then you're not going to see another one for another week, you, you know, it, it can be super frustrating. Yep. Whereas weighing in every day, even though you, start, you actually get more practice at seeing the fluctuations. And yeah, you okay. know after that meal I'll be up, but then you know, a day or two later I'll be absolutely back to where I should be. Yeah. And it's and easier you get, to You to can get the weekly that. average, right? Which then is going to be a nice smooth number. And as you compare that over the weeks, that's the number you compare. You'll see it's, it's pretty smooth based on what's going on. So yep. with that, um, so some good takeaways. Some people love the scale. Some people hate it, right? Ultimately, I think most people hate it because <laughs> it's everything they don't want to see it. Uh, yeah, that's another um, no duh takeaway. Uh, but in general, I think most people should do it. Uh, like anything, it's going to be uncomfortable and difficult in the beginning. If you truly, truly have some issues, you know, mental body weight type issues, it may not be ideal. Yeah. Um, and you may want to address some other stuff first. And there's plenty of other things you can use, other metrics. Yes. But but it still is valuable. Yeah. And if again, if it just makes you uncomfortable, absolutely yeah. push through it. If it affects your you know, your mental well being, then again, you know, yeah. but seek if you feel confident help elsewhere. Using the scale and understanding it's a tool and knowing how to use it, then you should definitely do it. Um, yeah, that's been a big shift. At least for us over the past couple of years, like when we started doing that with people, yeah, like I, I felt that's a, strangely the most beneficial thing we've ever done. Well, and from a, as a coach, like it gives you data as well. Yeah, gives your coaches data because it's so hard for someone to be like, ah, uh, you know, I'm I'm stuck, I'm struggling, uh, I don't know what's going on. I feel like I'm doing everything right, uh, you know. And then we, as a coach, are like, oh, well, are you gaining weight? I. I don't really know, right? We're not going to be able to... We can't you know, make a, a decision to help you. Exactly. So, Because a lot of times, there's just emotional stuff. You could have, you know, a quote-unquote where you're feeling like a fat day. Everyone has those, right? Where oh, you feel bloated sure. and you feel off. And yet, so then you're telling your coach, that's how you feel. When in reality, who knows what you're doing? You could have lost four pounds over the last three weeks and you just feel that way. And so then any you, you could be making a mistake by making a drastic change with what you're doing. Yeah. yeah. So the scale gives hard, unbiased data. Yeah. Um, and most importantly, it's consistent, right? We like it a lot better than measurements because measurements are tough, you know. Well, they got to be exactly the in the same spot, same usually spot. done by the same person if, same you know, person. if somebody else is doing them. Um, even then, the same spot and same person. Say you're pulling a tape measure. I mean, you got to have the same pressure that well, you're pulling on. Yeah, so it's um, you can have a tendency as a coach. You're like, I want this to be better, right? And you maybe pull a little tighter, yeah. even, you know, subconsciously. So, and the changes are going to be a lot smaller over time. Um, so the scale really, really wins out. Yeah, I think the scale's overall the best, hands so, down. So if you haven't been weighing yourself, I think you should. And then really to recap. The key, if you decide to weigh in, which overall we think you should, yes. push through the discomfort, but the ideal way is going to be weighing in every day. Again, for the habit, it helps you get better at it, more comfortable with it, but it's also, it is ideal when you're then taking the weekly average. So you don't want to really compare the daily stuff. You want to get in the habit of just taking it, 
logging it, moving on. But then every week you take the average of the seven days and then kind of track and log those weights. So those are going to be smoothed out from the seven day average and that's going to give you a really solid, really accurate you know, number. Yep. And there's, I mean, there's plenty of apps out there, like lose it, I think is one of them. My weight is another one. There's a lot of them, but they give you, you know, very satisfying graphs and all you have to do is log your weight and it does all of the work for you basically. So those are super useful, I think, to, yeah. to doing it. Cause then it's, it's one less barrier. If you just have an app, log it and it handles everything, then you're usually going to be a lot better off than if you have to do all of it yourself or you're writing it in a notebook and you got to do math and yep. all of that. So and the um, real beauty of this, and I know this is uncomfortable for people, because people want, again, when they want to make change, like we talked about in last week's episode, everyone wants to do like the hardest thing, and I'm going to do all this at Want to do everything. But the beauty that we see is we can tell someone to weigh in every day, and they start losing weight. Because they make changes subconsciously yeah. without even trying to make them. Yeah. And wouldn't you rather get like achieve your goal? accidentally <laughs> yeah accidentally with only making a little change where you have to step on the scale for 30 seconds every morning yeah. and then all of a sudden you start making subconsciously better smaller decisions more consistently throughout the days but you don't have to feel like no one's telling you you can only eat these things or don't eat these things or you need to do all this um planning or all this exercise and that mm -hmm. you literally it's such a small change small habit that can go a long ways for a lot of people yeah and i think too you know to to really harp on this it's the expectation you set for yourself too like you know gary said if you expect to see your your weight go down daily you're, you're just gonna have a really rough time yeah. right but if you expect to just like you know what i'm gonna see it over time and i'm gonna you know it's gonna be fine when you set that expectation then you're not Mm -hmm. you know, you're not shaken by the daily, right? I, I could actually, maybe I'll, I'll post them. Um, like some wild graphs of like, if I, you know, go hard and, you know, we got to eat or whatever, or just, you know, have a day where I eat a lot on the weekend, like I could be up five or six pounds, you know? And then that dramatic drop when everything is normal, um, you know, is like, I know it's going to happen. It doesn't freak me out. It's just, you know, that's my day and, and, and what it is. Um, but when you can, you know, understand that and, you know, not expect, because, you know, if I don't expect that really big weight gain on that, I say weight gain, I'm just holding more weight. But if I don't expect um, that, like, it's going to shock you if you're like, man, I gained six pounds in a whole day. And we get people that'll say that, like, oh, I gained three pounds over the weekend. Well, you didn't gain three pounds. You just ate a lot of food and you're holding some water and it should smooth out. But if you do that all the time, then yeah, you absolutely will eventually gain three pounds if that's your, you know, your normal. So it's just understanding that it does take time and the daily fluctuations are completely cool. So yep. that's all. And I think deep down aside, most people know they avoid it because of the real reality of it. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so it's something to seriously consider that this study done by, you know, Oxford. Oxford. Is that in the UK? I don't know. I think it is. I should probably should know, but... Where does... Let's see. I think it is. Officially... What did I say? What University of Oxford scientists. Yeah, it's in England. Mm. Someone's probably screaming at the podcast <laughs> while they listen to this. But yeah. About us not knowing that. 
So take all that into thought, consideration. Let us know your experiences with the scale. Yeah, um, positives and, and negatives. And um, oh, the other thing I did want to touch on too, just real quick, because in the study, you know, so few people, you know, had an action plan, and even fewer people had a detailed action plan. And I think that that is where us as coaches come in and, and helping people with, you know, said action plan. You know, if you weigh yourself and you see the data, but you're like, I don't know what to do with this, then it can be, you know, a little bit detrimental. But if you have somebody to help you along with it, like, you know, you report back to us, you know, this is what my weight was for the week, or this is my rolling average, then we know how to make changes and help you make an action plan. So I think that's just something valuable um, that any coach can can offer somebody who is, you know, maybe feeling overwhelmed with how do I make change, you know, after I weigh myself. Because if you go long enough with no plan and you're continually weighing yourself, you're absolutely going to hit that frustrated state. Yeah. So, um, yeah, so just a note, if, you know, you are doing it on your own, having somebody to help is always going to be a little bit better. Good point. Duly noted. Duly. Sire. Is that at Oxford? I don't know. Is that how you talk when you University of Oxford? I'm gonna go there. We're gonna mm-hmm. find out. Is that where Oxford shirt came from? Probably. That would make sense. Oxford. Which what's an Oxford shirt though? Is that like a collared shirt? Yeah, like the button down shirt. Isn't that called an Oxford? Man. You know what I'm talking about? Like the preppy like shirt you'd wear if you had a real job. <laughs> <laughs> but nobody wears those anymore because everyone works from home. Make y'all start uh training in Oxfords. Yeah, okay, yeah, it is just like a regular, well, okay. Now I got to know, yeah, it's buttoned down with the collar. Buttoned down with the collar, something that we don't wear here. Origin. Oof, so the cloth is called Oxford cloth. Oh, is it from Oxford? And the shirt... Don't leave us hanging. ...made its way to American shores where it was embraced by Ivy League students in the 1920s and 1930s. Interesting. So, but we still got to know, like this, the word Oxford. Why is it called Oxford cloth? Yeah. Oh, here we go. You got it? Polo (laughs) Polo players of the British Raj played in tops made out of Oxford because the fabric was comfortable and breathable. Still not answering our question. <laughs> We're never going to get an answer. It goes real deep, mm. but nobody actually knows why it's called that. Oxford shirts do not originate from Oxford. There we go. Okay. Settled. That's kind of disappointing. Now, now I can sleep tonight. Yeah, same. Mm-mm-mm. I'll have a good night's sleep. Who would have thought? So much history. We covered All a right. lot today. Maybe that will be another podcast. We just start... Just history. History. The history of Ivy League Oxford shirts. The history of cotton shirts All right. that you got into. So ignore that for now. Start start getting on your scale. Daily it, weight. If you do longer. weigh in in your Oxford shirt, then make sure you weigh in in your Oxford shirt every day. Every day. Consistency. It needs to be consistent. If you weigh in with a bucket of 15-pound water every day, Make sure, make sure you do water. that every day. It doesn't really matter. Again, the number. A lot of times I notice people will weigh in at their home, then they'll go weigh in at their doctor, 
and it will be w- different. And it freaks them out. And they get all freaked out. And it's like, dude, that's a completely different scale. Yeah, like, it's just it, going to be different. It doesn't mean anything changed. Yes. It's just a different scale. Not all scales are calibrated exactly the same on like a, yeah. I don't know, worldwide network. Yeah, you could, I mean, you're going to use five different scales. And you get five different weights. And you're going to get five different yep. weights. And all of them are correct. Yep. So just pick, make sure it's as consistent as possible. Same scale. The same scale, same floor. Same person. Same person, same time. <laughs> and you'll be good. Then just start recording and then, you know, making plans based on what's happening and where you're wanting to go. Yeah. And if you need help making a plan, hit us up. Holla. We got you. All right. See you guys later. See you. As always, thanks for listening, guys. If you want to learn more, check us out at CoastalFitnessVA.com or GaryDeagle.com. We'll see you next time.